two legends in the building. Legendary. Shannon Givens, Sammy Givens, thank you guys so much for joining the Rump Classic Podcast. No problem. How you guys? How you guys doing? I'm good, man. I'm fresh off the job, you know. <laughs> fresh got out my, of the gym. Got, got my got my work boots on. You feel me? So yeah. we're we're gonna start there. I had this planned for so much later in the podcast, but we're we're starting there. Okay. This is too good. Okay. Um, so as we've mentioned on previous episodes of the podcast, that we were all recently in Los Angeles for the Pro Am Basketball Classic, mm-hmm. and day two, uh, it should be noted that um, one. Team Rump Center beat Brunson League day one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, two, <clears throat> Shannon, you probably hold the record for most three-pointers made. I do. In the PABC. Has to be. <laughs> um, but day two against the Drew League, uh, there was some little beef going on, little past rivalries. Uh, I want to talk about that for a minute. So take me into, take me into that day, that, that second day Drew League game. Started off with Sammy getting a bucket on Trez, uh, who, you, who you've gone against in the Rump Classic before. Yeah, um, I played Trez a couple of times actually. Um, my team when I was when I was playing in Israel, Maccabi Haifa does an NBA tour, so okay. we end up playing him in the Clippers, and then we end up playing Sacramento. Um, so yeah, yeah, I ran across him a few times. Yeah, so, so there's layers to this, and you first possession, you took it right to him. <laughs> well, no, that was that's my job though. Like, so that was my job on the team to try to take it, try to attack whoever big that's. You know, that was out there on that team, on the opposite team. So it didn't matter if it was Trez or whoever it was. It was that was that was our plan. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, we we fell short out there. But you know, that was our that was our strategy to go at him and go at those guys. And you gotta when you playing in somebody else's house, like like Reef Hanford said, you gotta go try to take it. Mm-hmm. So you can't be passive. You you gotta go be the aggressor. Yeah, uh, some words start getting exchanged. Shannon, can you take us into, take us into, can you tell the story a little bit about you and Trez going back and forth, please? Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, Trez has beat me twice now. Okay. So, I got the chip on my shoulder because, you know, me personally, I don't think Trez is all that good. I think uh, if it came down to the wire, you know, I got Sammy Givens over Trez any day uh, for the money, too. Put up one of his NBA checks. We'll wrestle up some money from the foundation. We can get it popping. <laughs> um, no, but um, you know, uh, you know, Trez was somebody that came out of left field. You see how he walked in the gym late, right when the team was getting ready to warm up. People didn't know if he was really playing or not. And you know, and me, for instance, you know, I cut grass every day. You know, <laughs> I am, I am a landscaper. Did so, you say that to him? I said that to him a few times. I had to let him know that. That's a bar. Oh, Trez, yeah. I cut grass. Trez, I cut grass, and I'm going to bust your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like he was just too hype in the moment. I mean, yeah, basketball player. He's a, he's a good basketball player and everything. But, like, come on, bro. You play in the best league in the world. I cut grass every day. It's a big difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you you out here dunking and doing whatever you was doing. You, you're supposed to be doing that, bro. Yeah. You're supposed to be doing that. Yeah. But I still cut grass every day. Just, Remember that. Just just a reminder for everyone at home that Shannon cuts grass. <laughs> um, so, 
I'm not sure. I mean, I've known you guys for a couple <clears> years now. I'm not sure I've ever actually sat down and asked you your because you're not of the same generation as Danny. Sort of a, a few years, you know, a couple years younger, a few years younger. Mm -hmm. What has been your? What was your first connection to Danny's story and to playing for Team Rump Center all these years? How? What's been your connection to to the Rump? Well, to be honest with you, all the other guys around, we've known since we was like eight or nine, eight or nine years old. Mm -hmm. So they were like, to be honest, they were our camp counselors and things like that. So. Like you said, they're the older generation, so they got us by at least like five to six years. So everybody, literally, yeah, six, six or seven actually. Uh, so all of them, when they were in their teens and things like that, or going to high school, going to college and stuff like that, they were our camp counselors. So for us to, you know, we we've seen the run, we've been around the run for basically all of Mallory and that whole gym, like we did our uh, future stars when they had the Sunny Hill League. We were based out of there with John Harnett. We knew all those guys for, for a long, long time. It's just when our time came to, you know, for us to play in the rump and we got to graduate school and uh, out of college and things like that, it seemed only right for us to go to the rump. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, <clears throat> like, like my brother said, we used to play uh, Sunny Hill League with the Mallory team and everything like that. Um, and also, um, Sharif Bray was our first ca camp counselor at Germantown Friends Camp. No way. Uh, and that's when back when he used to wear shorts down to his ankles. <laughs> yeah, back in those the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah early, yeah. very early yeah. two thousands. He used to wear these white long shorts with the crazy drawstring down to his drawstring was down to his knees. And you know Sharif Bray super skinny, so he yeah. just big ass shorts <laughs> like. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, um, like I said, we've known Sharif. Uh, Justin and all those guys for, for a long time now, you know, since we were younger. And then as we got older after, um, I know me playing in a run for my first year was the same summer we won ball up, was it 2015? Okay. That was after my last year of college. Um, mm -hmm. And Reef actually, um, let me see, yeah, Reef actually got me to play on the team because I used to go to the gym with Reef every day. Uh, we used to hoop up at Simon's. Okay. He's a hoop at Simon's rack at one thirty. Sammy was overseas playing. Uh, I was just trying to go overseas and and you know try to do my thing as a professional basketball player after college. And I used to work out two three times a day. Me and Reef became real close. He's actually one of my best friends to this day. Um, and uh, and he was just like, "Yo, we need Shannon on the team." And ever since then, I've been on every team since. Yeah. So at this point, um, tournament's 18 years old, obviously. You take some time to kind of reflect. How do you feel like Danny's story, the tournament, and the foundation um, has sort of kept you connected to the, like, the roots of Philly hoops as, you guys, as life takes you in different directions, uh, cutting grass overseas, wherever? When life kind of pulls you in different directions, how do you sort of feel connected to Philly hoops based on? Well, the, the rump is just one of the major th things in the city. So everybody wants to play. Mm -hmm. So you got kids that are just like you said, just coming out, or they are just trying to make a name for themselves. They know they, they gotta come to the room, try to get on the team, and try to get some bump, and try to get a little recognition, and that helps us to see who's you know next behind us. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. there is no more Sunny Hill League and things like that where we could all go. You can see where everybody's coming. Like, oh, he's a future star. Oh, he's in high school and things like that. Oh, he's playing in the college league. So you knew where things are, so the rump is that for everybody right now. So it's like, okay, when you, you, you have a abundance of players that are trying to find teams and you trying to see what's going on, 
you hope and pray if you are if you a guy that don't have anybody that that's around that has a team that you can get on somebody's roster so you can showcase what you what you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think actually the rump and how it's put on, how it's portrayed, um, I think it's actually one of the best pro amps in in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, um, um, I've been in countries with my brother. Um, I've talked to guys from different countries, different cities all over the U.S. and stuff like that, and everybody knows about the Rumpf. Everybody wants to put a team in the Rumpf, and, you know, we kind of try to keep it, well, they try to keep it like, you know, a Philly thing with all Philly teams, but I'm sure every year there's a team from New York calling, there's a team from Jersey calling, there's a team from Baltimore or wherever, or L.A. trying to, or Drew Lee trying to bring a team in to play, you know what I mean? Um, but um, I think the rump is 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 good. Um, it's good basketball for the city. It's good publicity for the city, and it's a great thing that they're trying to do because plenty of people have uh, you know died on the basketball court. You know what I mean? And what they're trying to do for you know the rec centers in the city, putting AEDs there, teaching people how to do CPR, how to attach an AED to someone. Um, you know, uh, all that other stuff like that. So, you know, we can stop getting these stories. You know, it's 2023. We're still hearing stories about kids dying on the basketball court and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I love the stride that they're making and how they're trying to help the city out. Yeah. You guys are really lucky to, as brothers, to share the bond of playing high-level basketball together. What does that mean for you two and your relationship throughout your, you know, your, pretty much your entire lives? Um... It's kind of crazy because so when we were kids, right, the school we wanted to go to was uh, North Carolina. Okay. The school we wanted to go to was North Carolina. That was our biggest dream. Um, you know, we were known brothers in the city. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to my mom's crib or one of the cookouts. You could see all the trophies. We almost recorded this pot at your mom's house. That was an idea that was thrown around. And hey, listen, man, my mom's house is pretty legendary. I'm going to keep it a bean. <laughs> it's pretty legendary. If you see all the trophies and stuff in there, especially the That's, stuff we won as kids, and you got to remember. That's why I was told to record it at your mom's house. Gotta, there's trophies everywhere. Yeah, you got to remember, we come from Hall of Famers. Yeah. This is true. So my pop. hmm cook pretty much all the old heads in the city too <laughs> you know what i'm saying so we we come from a long line a long list of people cooking everybody my mom hold records at westchester she's a hall of famer in high school and all the other stuff like that my dad's still the all-time leader scorer at westchester so you know we come from some great people mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's just it's in our blood you feel me <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so like you said to, to piggyback off that it was just like you said we came from great great stock and well, the, the 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 good thing about it does they never really forced it on us either. Okay. So it was just like, y'all, do y'all want to do this? And if y'all want to do this, we're gonna show y'all what y'all need to do to. We're gonna show y'all the path, and this is the path y'all need to take. But always having somebody there with you is, is, is it was it was love. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I know, like we didn't play for the biggest uh, AAU team growing up and things like that. They had those Nike teams, and not that we couldn't. You know, because they wanted us to play, but we felt like, like, nah, like we we were better by ourselves. And you knew every 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 situation that you already <coughs> had somebody that you can count on. Like, yo, look, all right, okay. If other dudes is messing up, I know for a fact I can get count on him right here. Like, I know, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I got it. Right, we we going. That's enough. That's enough. That's all we need. One and two, we gonna be good. Yeah. So it was it was, it was a pleasure. Yeah, that um, chemistry is different. <clears throat> yeah. I was gonna say both. Uh, 
confident players, especially when you play together. I'm curious, has that been something you've been your entire lives? When did that confidence really hit? And was there ever a time where you felt like either individually or as a tandem that maybe you weren't as confident on the floor? I, I'm going to take this because he's going to oh, be yeah, mad. Because when we were younger, because he, he's younger than me. Yeah. So we always played up. So I 11 played, months. Yeah, 11, 11 months, months under, yeah. younger than me. So we always played up. So like he just said the other day, like some of the dudes that we played against, they're turning like 35 and 36. And he's like, yo, how is that possible? And I'm like, well, because I played up, but you played with me. So that means you played up twice. So two, the people are like, you know, almost two years older than you, maybe three. And he's like, yo, that's, that's, that's wild to me. So he they was had to, yeah, so he had to come along a little bit. Because mm -hmm. I was bigger than most, because I, I grew early. So I was, I was big. So my mom was like, you're bigger than most people in your age group. So we're not going to do that. So we're going to go higher to the, the, the older ages. And he came along. So he took him to get, because he's smaller, he took him a little, a little time to get there. But once he got his bearings, it was on. Yeah. So he, once he got his bearings, once he got his things together, and it was really, it was really that game we played against Deontay Christmas Dad, I want to say, down there at Gustine Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you right, hit like right. six threes that day. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm used to shooting them threes. <laughs> <laughs> So he hit six threes, and then now, ever since then, he was like, "Yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not sitting there getting no time. I, I want to play. Y'all can see that I'm ready." So, and ever since then, we've been been at it since. Yeah. Did you feel like that was kind of your tipping point of when you got your confidence, and then you guys were able to kind of come up together? Yeah, when 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 um, like he said, uh, Deontay Christmas pop. If if you talk to him this day to this day. He would say, little fat boy, <laughs> he used to just sit in the corner and shoot threes. And that's what I was known for. I used to just, just shoot shoot threes. That's all I would really do until I got, you know, my confidence. How old were you at that point? Oh, man. What's this was? 10 and under, 11 and under, mm -hmm. something like that? Oh, okay. So you were uh, still pretty young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were very young, very yeah. young, very young. And then, you know, as I got more confidence, got my hands all together, started to grow a little bit, you know, um, and then – I developed myself into, you know, a pretty good shooting guard, and then I became a combo guard later on in life. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's how that went. Yeah. Sammy, did you feel like a lot of your confidence came at the start at least because you had the size, and then once you kind of sort of figure out your game? Yeah, well, because I already had the size. They were already putting me in the post and things like that. My older brother would show me moves and everything like that from, like, Charles Barkley, Akeem Olajuwon and things. So we had a – my mom had put a court illegally, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. But she put a court in the ground. She had a dude come in and put a court in the ground. You wasn't supposed to do that. So we used to get in trouble all the time in, off the in, the, in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. But it, it worked out, though, because we used to – after every day, like, we'd come home from school, we going to the court. So we would play, and my older brother taught us, taught me a lot of stuff like that to, to, that I was using on the kids. And, you know, when you're an eight or nine, kids don't really know moves and things like that. You just want to get up and shoot. So I'm actually out there doing drop steps, oh, wow. doing things like that. They like, yo, hold on. Yeah. So I'm getting away. I'm, I'm killing. <laughs> so me being bigger and I knew what I was doing, and, and I feel they like at work, and I'm lefty. So everybody is just it's, – it's unorthodox to them. They're, they're not used to it. So – and I'm Especially getting, at that age, no one yeah, knows how to cover. Nobody knows a how to lefty cover. who can right, right, can yeah. bang in the post. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I was doing that, it just, you know, it took me. My confidence was there, so I'm just like, you know, all right, I'm ready to go. So, and as we progressed and got further, playing with him helped me out too because now I get to work on my guard game. Mm -hmm. So it was it was it was a, it was really great 
to have a dude that at another position because it bettered you. So, like, he would learn things from me and I would learn things from him. Tell me about the opposite jersey thing. Okay, so that was something we started uh, freshman year of college. Well, my freshman year of college, his sophomore year, mm-hmm. we both were at Drexel. Um, so we were deciding to go opposite um, to make everybody known, like, we, we're still doing this brother thing. You know what I mean? He was 45, I was 54. Um, my jerseys had S.H. Givens, and his said S.A. Givens. Um, so uh, and I, I don't remember – I'm trying to think. I think Sammy might have came up with it. Um, my favorite number is five. Yeah. Yeah, that's five is my favorite number. So we always, like, it was always 45 and five. You know what I mean? But somebody we were, had it at school, though. Yeah, somebody Leon already had, had it. Yeah, Leon, Leon, Leon had five. Already so, had five. And we yep. couldn't do that because we always had, uh, like, for our best friend, Khalif Foster, mm-hmm. he had 15. Uh, another best friend, Bart, had 25, mm-hmm. and then I went with 45. So you just got to go up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like 35. That, they was like, you got to be 35. I was like, nah, that number's trash. Right, right, right. <laughs> so they was like, all right, you got to do 45. So he went, it went like 5, 15. So that's how we was really, that's how it really originally started. Okay. And then when we got to college, somebody had five, and he was like, what, what, what number am I going to be? And I was just like, we need something with a five in it. Right. And, and I wore a four my senior year. And he wore four. Oh. So then he was like, I was like, well, there's two 54. 45. I had, to, I had to wear four because Fells did not have the number five. Oh. And they weren't ordering new uniforms. To the point of good memories when you talk about, um, you know, finding your confidence and, and moments of playing together, Mike had brought up the time that you, when John Wall came to the rump mm-hmm. and John Wall was just bewildered by, like, who are these two dudes I've never heard of that are running pick and rolls and mm-hmm. getting buckets mm-hmm. on me. Uh, so I guess for starters, uh, can you tell that story? What do you remember about that? Okay, so I was at a camp, first of all. This is when I first met John Wall. I was at a camp. We, we're the same age. I was at a camp my freshman year at high school um, out in San Diego. He was there. Um, I think it was a Adidas Phenom camp or something like that. And uh, – and I got cheated. Uh, I was definitely one of the best players in the camp. Um, there was a reason why I was there. And, you know, they picked guys like John Wall, Dexter Strickland. Um, my man was there with me. He was also killing Tone Chenault. Um, he definitely deserved to be there at the time. Um, and I was like, yo, there was just like all the coaches in the camp were telling me, like, yo, you got cheated. You know, it's political, da, 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 whatever. So, and then fast forward. Uh, what was that? Four years later, you know, um, Drexel uh, at Drexel we played Kentucky. I think I have. Yeah. Heard. I think this came up recently. So yeah. uh, they mopped us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the end of the score was they, it was forty four to thirty eight. Because that was like the Kentucky team. Yeah, yeah. That was that was probably the best team. John Calipari's ever put yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven people went to the league and, and played. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most most teams not doing that. Um, so uh yeah they mopped us and uh so you know first thing i said was i need revenge i need my lick back yeah (laughs) and you know like uh when we played that game in college uh i think sammy was a leading scorer with 11 points and then (laughs) i was right under him uh with nine or ten or something like that um, so, you know, we, we put us, we put some buckets up then. Uh, it wasn't that much, but it was some buckets. You know what I we mean? We did what we could do. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. But, um, but yeah, so my thing was, it was like, yo, you know, we like real grown men now. Like, let's get after it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm right at you. Yeah. Front of rip. So I think the first time down the court, I think I 
I think I took two or three dribbles over half court and shot a uh, beyond NBA range three, cashed out. And then right from there, my confidence was through the roof. Yeah. And then I proceeded to have almost a triple-double, won a game, you know, something like, you know. <laughs> whatever, I, whatever it was, a 40, 35, and 26, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> you know, something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so beyond that story, I'm curious just kind of what comes to mind when you think about classic moments of playing together or just greatest games playing together or moments or whatever? I mean, so like 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 he said uh, earlier that we've won a lot. Yeah. So we've won a lot and you can't really just pinpoint on one particular situation that you just right. be like, yo, this is our greatest moment because we've won in high school. We won little kids, high school, and even as pros and things like that. Now it's a little bit different now when we get older because, you know, I'm still playing, he's not. But And that's why we play together in the summer. But, like, we have a lot of good moments of winning um, um, winning state championships, winning two of those, then winning, like, three. We won, what, together three? Two. Two together. Two together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two together, two uh, league championships and things like that. So And then a countless, like you said, the trophies, countless when we were kids. Countless. 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 But we got a lot of stories of where it was <clears throat> it, it, it's, it's certain things like, Oh yo, hey, yeah, just t like we tell each other, yo, go get busy, kill him, or yo, you gotta kill, or somebody talking trash to one of us. I'm like, yo, you just can't. Yeah, that's just yeah. not gonna. The fly. other, the other one's not gonna yeah, let that happen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not gonna yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah. So yo, yeah, so we got uh, plenty of those, but I'll just give us a couple, a couple of stories like um, when we was in the rump. So like that John Wall story, he tells me, he says, yo, I'm about to kill today, and I'm like. All right, let's get it. <laughs> let's go. Right, 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 right. And so when he starts his little melee, and I'm like, and you know, him and John Wall going back at it, I was like, you know, you give each other a look like, yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> let's go. And um, that's that like telepathy's always been. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's sure, been there sure. since we was kids. It's just yeah. like, yo, hey. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, Sammy's get, making looks with his eyes for those who are just listening. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. like, hey, good brother. Yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. Because yeah, if I give Sammy that look, that's that's give me the ball. Yeah, yeah like yo, give me the ball, get out my way. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me the ball, come to the screen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so and then it's it's also been times where he looked at me. All right, I remember. I'm gonna give you one story. We were in AAU. Uh, we were playing at the uh, West Virginia tournament. What was it called? Um, it's a hoop group joint at West Virginia. It was a, it was a big yeah. team time time tournament. This is way before Nike, Adidas. They had the Adidas in Vegas, but like the major tournaments was you had Peace Jam, you had yeah. the the slant. What was the thing in uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, West Virginia? Jam Fest. Jam Fest Jam and Fest. all that stuff like that. We so, killed all those tournaments. Right. So we go down there and we in West Virginia, and I remember this to this day. And the crazy thing about it is we were probably the only team in all these tournaments that wasn't sponsored at all. And the reason we got in is because we knew a college coach. And he was gonna be there, and he wanted to see us play, so he got yeah. us into these tournaments. Yeah. He wanted to see Only us play why we against got in those other, other good, yeah. good competition. So he was like, "Yo, uh, it was old LaSalle coach, uh, Billy Hahn. Billy Hahn. Yeah, Billy, Billy Hahn. Then he, he went to West Virginia. West Virginia too. So yeah. that's why he that's gave us, got us in the he West got us, He got us in the Pit Jam Fest, and he yeah. got us in the uh, West Virginia. Yeah, we probably shouldn't be saying that on on, on camera, but we 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 did our thing. <laughs> he so. not coaching no more. It's cool. Don't worry about it. So, um, we're playing. We're doing well. We beat. Uh, NCGG, we beat all the other dudes in our bracket. We going into the game. So now we're playing in the pavilion at the, the West Virginia main court. And we're playing against Terrell Pryor, right? Mm -hmm. 
We're playing against Terrell Pryor now. He everybody knows him for football. I was gonna so say, like, they like, yo, he, he, you know, yeah. you know, he was the best football. Too. You like, yeah, you that deal in football. We ain't yeah. gonna lie. You was the, he was the best player in the country. Best player because he went. He's from Pittsburgh. Best player in the state. He was like, oh, all right, and he played football. So he knew. He was like, yeah, I know who Terrell Pryor is. It's cool. So we get on the court. I guess he thought that it was gonna be the same thing on that football like it was in basketball, right? So he's talking to him like, yeah, I'm about to kill all y'all. And Shannon like, no, you're not about to kill my brother right here. It's, it's whatever. He's like, what? I'm about to give him 30. Shannon looks at me and just says, hey, yo, he says you trash and he gonna kill you. <laughs> and I said, what you mean he said I'm trash? He says you trash. He said you ain't good. He said he about to kill you right now. And right before the jump, I look at him he like, yeah, like we about to get to this. I was like, oh, all right, cool. First five plays was to me. And Buckets. it was bucket, 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 bucket. Then he's going back on defense. So I'm stopping him too. Yeah, no, you're not scoring either. Mm-hmm. Then I'm coming back down again. Let's go. We keep going. So I score. I, r- I run off like eight straight. Wow. So his teammates is like, hey, listen, good brother, you might want to switch. Right. <laughs> he is not playing today. And he was like, no, nah, I got him. And he did not have me. I ended up getting going for like 35. Yeah. And it was bad, it was bad to the point we was <clears> up 20-something. <throat> because they try to, like, like we was used to that Philly style of people going at each other. Yeah. So if you're not used to that, you got to understand, like, yo, you really got to come back and forth and get to it. Because I'm mm-hmm. coming back down. After I get another bucket, I'm coming, I'm scoring. And Shannon just looking. And he's running his end. Uh, y'all know my brother. He's going to talk all day. So yeah, Shannon mm-hmm. talking about, yeah, he's killing you. What happened? What's all that going on? Da, 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 da. His teammates is just like, yeah, what are you doing, bro? We're losing by 20 right now. Mm-hmm. And this man is really killing you. And Shannon is barking at the whole side. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't do it. You can't guard him. Then he come down. He hit a three. Y'all can't guard me either. So that's one of our major, like, that was one of my major favorite stories because Nobody really, really, like, I, that was, like, our first time somebody really coming on the court just talking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because people would see our team warm up and be like, who are these bums? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, right. we used to play for the Renegades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just small team. We weren't sponsored. Corny uniforms. Mm-hmm. No team sneaks. None of that stuff. But we beat so many teams. Like, teams that never even seen us before. Like, oh, we're going to beat them by 30. Who else on this team? Like those teams, when you think about who was on this team? Yeah, who else you guys played? Was anybody? Um, at that time, was Larry with us? But I don't think was Larry. No, Larry, Larry was wasn't right there. afterwards. He was right after that. So yeah. that time when we played Terrell Pryor and them. Um, I think it was just me, you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's Kenny Ross. Was, he, was 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 Clay on the team at that point? Because Clay came the year before Larry, right? Mm-hmm. Or they came at the same time? Same time. They came at the same yeah, it time. Wasn't him. It was it just, wasn't him. So me, you, Kenny, Doug Schultz, mm-hmm. Chris Howard. Yep. Uh, Jamie Brashear. Jamie, yeah. Jamie played. Um, these these are guys that do not play basketball anymore. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Howard is a doctor. doctor. Yeah, doctors, lawyers. lawyers uh, uh, yeah, like Doug is a, it was you guys, a financial it was manager. You no, but no, we were good, though. No, so, yeah. we were good. That's the thing. This is the thing. So, like, the chemistry we had together, because yeah. mm-hmm. we know we've been playing together, playing with each other for a long time, so we, we had a chemistry that, and we just played hard. You know what I mean? We played hard as hell. We had a great chemistry together, and, you know, a lot of people, like, when you play hard and you give that extra effort, 
you know, you're going to beat a lot of guys with all the talent, you know what I mean? Because they go into the game like, oh, I'm better than them. I'm this person. I'm that person. You know what I mean? But when you got a, a group of guys that's going to play hard together, that's a different ball game. You know what I mean? Doing and all the intangibles and stuff like that. And then you got people that can actually hoop too, mix mm-hmm. in it. You know what I mean? Somebody can give you 30. You know what I mean? On any given night, Sammy go for 30. Any given night, I might go for a little 25, 26. You know what I mean? And we got shooters all around us. I can yeah. shoot. Kenny can shoot. Uh, Doug and them can shoot. Jamie can shoot. You know what I mean? Sammy wasn't shooting threes at this point. At all. It was all layups. All layups. Sammy had 30 points all layups and foul shots. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't shooting no threes. When did you get the three-point shot? I was just shooting mid-range. Anything in the three was me. Yeah. When when did you get a three-point shot? I started doing threes after my first year of... uh, of playing pro, playing pro, really? Because they were like, "Yo, you're you're an undersized four. You gotta shoot the three. You gotta yeah. at least step out there and give a threat as a three point shooter, so that they can understand. Like, yo, you gotta play him already out there. Yeah. So, but back to what he was talking about. Also, everybody knew they roll. When everybody know and comfortable in they roll, they understood. Like, all right, listen, these two are the better players, but they're gonna make us look good. Like, if they're gonna double team me, I'm gonna find. Like you said, Duck Schultz in the corner. Go ahead, shoot that. I mean, you're going to have your opportunities. Now, what you do with is on you, but my our team, that's how we beat people because yeah. everybody knew they wrote. Yeah. Uh, I want to read you guys something really quickly. Um, there was a story in the Philadelphia Inquirer in 2008 where you mentioned your dad earlier, um, who's a longtime coach. He's in the Westchester Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he describes Sammy as, quote, a hard-nosed Philly kid and Shannon as, I love this, quote, a guy you want in the alleyway with you. Um, are those pretty spot on? For sure, for uh, sure. And how do you feel like your games have developed since then uh, or changed or added to those descriptions from 2008? It was 2008, so that was my senior year. Mm-hmm. So that was my senior year. We, what we do, we, oh, we beat the number team in the nation. Mm-hmm. We end up playing. Was that one team in the nation? It was uh, St. Benedict's, Benedict's Prep. Okay. So we end up, went up going into their place and beating them up there. And they had the number one player in the nation. Was Samardo number one at that time? They had Samardo Samuels, Greg Echenique, Tristan Thompson, Mike Cabongo, uh, Bongo, Scott uh, Machado, Scott Machado, um, Aaron Brown, Aaron Brown. Yeah, um, that was their main core right there, though. Yeah, that was those good. So we beat them and we played. I was also leading scorer of that game. He was. He was because Samardo and of both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was anytime I went into that paint, they wasn't having it. They was like, "Let's good brother. You're not gonna do what you just did. To everybody else on you." Mm-hmm. They put Tristan Thompson on me, and then Samardo would come over the top every time. But who was they coaching at that time? It was uh, Hurley. It was Hurley. Yeah, it was Hurley. And uh, I think it was his son, right? His son said to them before the game, like, "Yo, y'all might not want to play them." Whoa! We no, found the that father out. said that. No, the father we, said we played them in the summer. We played St. Anthony's. We played St. Anthony's in the summertime, and, and we lost by a buzzer beater. We lost by a buzzer beater, and they were like, "Yo, this team is good. You might not want to play them." Wow! Because you know they they get a game on uh, uh, a school like ANC that no one knows about. Yeah. Small town of Bernathan. That's on their schedule. That's on like, their schedule. Like that's who's we gonna we gonna we gonna blow them out. That's an easy win. Yeah. And we get in there, we start going right at them. It was. Man, that was like the shot heard around the world. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they beat the number one team in the nation after they just got finished beating Oak Hill and all yeah. them type schools like that. It was crazy. Yeah. We was so. getting so much recognition after that. Mm-hmm. We ended up being, what, ranked 23rd in the country? 15. Oh, 15. Yeah, no, 15. Ooh. Because the only teams we lost to was prep school dudes. 
Yeah. So we didn't anybody else in there that was a regular high school guys we beat. So yeah, we, we beat lost them. to we lost to Apex was uh, the twins, the twins, Marcus and Markeith, and then we lost to um, uh, American Christian. American Christian. Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out to them for having the school for one year after Tyreek <laughs> left it was over with. Shout out to them. <laughs> I'm curious. Do you guys feel like the way you play, um, Shannon? If we're gonna make the Kyle Lowry comp, who's Sammy's best comp? Draymond, is there a better comp? Ah, Draymond, I don't get no buckets, so <laughs> we can't do that. We can't do that. I don't like Draymond. Um, hmm. Now, in terms of like rebounding and getting rebounds and stuff like that, like you know, I'm gonna go with an older player um, because I don't know anyone who really rebounds as better as good as Sam does. So, like, if you if you want to give a rebound comparison, we are gonna go like. Dennis Rodman or uh, says Chuck uh, a good comparison. Now, Chuck without the athleticism. Okay. You know, Sammy can't jump <laughs> can't over. Jump. Sammy can't, can't jump. jump over a newspaper. Listen, if but, but like, but like moves and all that other stuff. Sammy got all that. Yeah, he got, he got. You, you, you know, the spin moves. The, ooh, you know what I mean? He got all that. <laughs> so he got all that. So my question is, do you guys feel like the way you each play and the way, more so, the way you understand the game and play together? Do you feel like that comes from being a coach's son? Yeah. Well, well first he was mm. a player, so he he. He, like, I'm not going to lie to you, a lot of my moves came from him at first. Mm -hmm. So when I got to Thanks. high school, he was just like, yo, listen, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is how if a player playing you this way, this is what you got to do this way. Uh, have a counter for this just in case, you know, a guy want to do this to you. If he's bigger, if he's slower, if he, you know what I'm saying? So he gave me a lot of the knowledge of what he went through as a player. You know what I'm saying? So when he and being, he was the same like me. He was an undersized big. Okay. So... Him being an undersized big, he understood how to get his shots off. He understood where you need to attack somebody that was bigger like, or attack somebody that was just the same size and how to be able to get your shots off and how to be able to be creative around the basket. So him understanding the game as a coach perspective, is I feel like it was completely different. But him understanding the game as a player helped me blossom to who I am and to you know, I've obviously taken it a little bit further because the game has changed since he's been playing. But yeah, yeah, he's given he's definitely gave me the foundation for it. Yeah. What about you, Shannon? Um. Well, like my brother just said, like my dad gave him the game because they were both undersized bigs. But like my dad could tell me what I should be doing, <laughs> but he couldn't really show me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like my dad's definitely a, he was a hard nosed, tough guy. Like like he said, you know, and he he definitely gave that to me. Like he said, you know, um, Shannon's the guy you want in the alleyway with you. Like yeah. me and my dad been to father son brawls before. Yeah, like on the court, basketball yeah. court. So yeah. like you know, like he he knows like I have that demeanor about me. I have you know um, I have that attitude with me. It's not just for show or you know what I mean like that. That's really who I am. You know what I mean. Um, and uh, your reference to Kyle. Um, it probably won't happen, but he got to come see me in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure. Kalo, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. If, he, if you're listening, come on, baby. You got. I know you got one more summer left in you, baby. You're doing great <laughs> things, but you, come on, baby. Come on over. Do you feel like you're a similar coach to your dad? Because uh, I don't know if people know you're coaching at ANC, too. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much learned 90% uh, of what I do from him. Um, my coaching style is a little bit different right now because, you know, my dad is very old school. And, uh, you know, like, <clears throat> I'm going to say, like, 
we are the first generation growing up with all the tech, ne- the technical yeah, advances age, in life, new, new age. age. Yes. So my dad's very old school when it comes to everything. Yeah, internet, cell phones, TV, everything. Apple Vision. Yeah, <laughs> like he don't, he don't. He be asking me what his passwords is still. Like he, yeah. Shannon, how do I sign on to my Apple account, my Apple ID? Can you come <laughs> do it for me? It's like I got to drive all the way to your crib to do this for you. Like, come on. But like, so. He's, you know, as you say, he's stuck in his ways. I'm more the new school, you know what I mean? So, but I think we contrast with each other. He gives the old school perspective and I give the new school perspective, which is great. And, you know, I take everything that I learned from him and put it into the newer age of basketball because even the kids that we coach, they are newer age from me, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'm younger, so I'm, you know, in the field more of what to, what today's world is putting out. So I give more of that with his old school, and we've been pretty successful together. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you want to come back to your – we talked a little about your pro career. Mm-hmm. You've played in France, Germany, Israel, Argentina, Finland, mm-hmm. America. Am I missing any? <laughs> Not a sound about right. That's, that's at least almost all of them. Yeah. Um, like we're saying, half the countries that meet at the United Nations, Sammy <laughs> Gibbons has played for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in all those countries, uh, in a lengthy overseas career, can you share some unique experiences you've had along that time? I mean, not a lot of people get to experience as many places in such a short amount of time that you've been mm-hmm. able to. Uh, what are some experiences you've had, either on or off the basketball court, that have really stood out to you? Um, what stood out to me is the camaraderie of most countries that you go to over there. They're, like, over here is more of a doggy dog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But over there, is like we want to be better, but also we want the collective to be better too. So like we don't want our people to just be like they got homeless, they got things like that, but it ain't like it is here. It Definitely not. It's, it's yeah. not going to be like that. Yeah. So they want their everybody to be up on par because if everybody they want to help people. Yeah, they want everybody. Novel concept. Yes. Yo, yo, listen. <laughs> it's crazy, yo. And now, granted, they do have taxes and everything like that. Now, they have their stuff, yeah. but, like, for the most part, yeah. it's, yo, like, all right. Because if everybody's good, then we all can be happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the one thing that I, when I first get over to a lot of places, I see how they treat each other. It's, yeah. it's all love. So that's the one thing. Um, just being blessed to be able to see things like that and take my family with me has just been the ultimate thing, um, how, like I said, they, they love everything. They love each other, so they spread the love and then they spread it to you. So like, they'll be like, oh, your brother wants to come over here? Yeah, well, hey, if your brother wants to, like the one team in Israel is like, yo, if your brother wants to be a coach, we, he can be on the on our staff. And Whoa, yeah. like that. So yeah. a, a lot of people don't know I was able, I was very fortunate enough to actually coach Sammy overseas. I did not know this, I need to yeah. hear about this. So he played for a team uh, called Renana, uh, which was like 15 minutes from it's a small town, like 15, 20 minutes outside of Tel Aviv. Um, so <clears throat> every year Sammy was playing for this team, I used to go out there. You know, I was working out trying to get overseas, trying to, you know, ask their managers, their coaches for help, trying to, you know. And I went from being on the practice squad and practicing with them every day to working guys out, doing camps down there, being one of the assistant coaches, making subs. Like I, uh, they went on. What was it? 
when I was there, 11 game win streak. Something like that. 11 game win streak when wow. I was coaching. Wow. Uh huh. And, you know, I, I mainly was coaching my brother. You know, I was, you know, yo, his coach, great guy, uh, Barack. What was his last name? Pele. Pele. Great guy. Barack. Pele, Pele is a great guy. Does he guy. understand the the momentum of that name or how much weight that name? Yeah, has? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Two of the most famous just people ever, yeah, Barack yeah, right, and Pele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But he gave me that's the opportunity. Awesome. He used to text me sometimes, "Yo, I can't make practice. I need you to run practice." Oh wow, that's awesome. I used to run the practice. Used to run the skills and drills, segments, and all the other stuff like that. And everybody on the team respected me. Like. We were winning. I'm not saying that was attributed to me because Barack was a great coach. Mm -hmm. He's a great coach. And he's actually a great player too. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, he gave me uh, opportunity, and I ran with it. You know what I mean? Like I said, we were on 11-0 win streak. Um, they treated me well. You know, I got all the luxuries as a team got. You know, I got to eat everywhere um, that you know all the sponsors. Uh, uh, a lot of the team. So every time mm -hmm. Sammy went somewhere for a meal or something like that, I went. Every team meal I was a part of, you know what I mean? Took a lot of ease. Took it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> My pockets was feeling good. After that, baby. I ain't going to lie. I was like, all right, we good. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was a great experience, though. You know, being able to coach overseas, it was actually crazy. Yeah. Especially to be able to coach on staff, like for the team your brother's playing yeah. for. It's full, circ full right. circle in a really cool way. For sure. uh, Sammy, when you're overseas, I have to ask, do you, are you the kind of person that does a lot of the touristy stuff? Do you do a lot of just like the explore and just try to immerse yourself in those places? Oh yeah, you gotta, you like, listen, uh, I watch- Do you the speak other languages? I, I speak enough okay. to get by. So like if we like I like he he be he gets mad at me and stuff like that because I do like a little like like I apps my phone so I'll do a little, little duolingo and everything like that just to Spanglish and yeah <laughs> Spanish and to yeah. refresh myself on everything before I get out there because yeah. that that goes a long way yeah with the the people there because they feel like you're all right they understand that you're new to their country they get that but when you trying. They'll be like, you trying to do what? Oh, yep, I got you. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna help you out. Cool. And then like, the only place I had one time was in France. France was literally. They were like, yo, nah, uh, -uh you got to get it down. And I'm like, come like on, the stupid American. That's like a know, thing. Because I was over there. I went to Paris, and uh, and if you don't speak their language, yeah, they don't like you at all. Yeah. So they don't. They don't. They not. They not with that. Mm -hmm. You don't speak their language. They like. Well, well, why are you here? Yeah, get get out of here. They, I, I asked somebody for directions That's one messed time, up. and they told me, in other words, to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, it's so, crazy like that. Yeah. But every other country though has been has been real, real like the generosity, the just the welcome me and my family with open arms and the club, the people, the whole atmosphere. It's been great. So I, I like if. If I had a choice, yeah, I, I think I could do it. I think I could move and stay over somewhere in a place like that. The only thing that's a problem is just my family. Yeah. So that's it. Give me one, like, you're either at a touristy thing or you're somewhere in some other country where you had a moment. If you've had a moment, you're like, holy shit, I'm really, like, here in this place. Like, All right. So this it just happened this Sammy past year. Sammy Givens from Philly <laughs> is here. Like, so I, I bring my mother to Italy with me this year. Um, she couldn't come the, 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 uh, the year before because it was COVID. So everybody had to like, it was, it was like real crazy with the whole COVID thing when I was in Italy the first time. Yeah. But this time we got there, we get out there. So we're chilling. I'm living in Rome at the time and 
where I lived at, it was like literally like 10 minutes from everything. We talking about the Pantheon, I'm talking about the Coliseum, I'm talking about the Vatican City, Stop whatever, yeah. all, all the stuff. Like you'll be out there, so like well, I'll get on. Like a couple of my homies that come out. Now he was supposed to come out, but you know, obviously he has his own company and he has things he has to do, so he couldn't come out this year. But um, we're walking, and me and I, my mom, I wasn't that rich yet. <laughs> I can go now. <laughs> so me and my mom were walking. We go get gelato. I don't know if you had fresh gelato from off the Hot of the Presses, but I've some not. of the best stuff ever in life. No lie. When's Sammy going to bring you that? <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking, and my mom just stops and turns, and then the Coliseum's just right there. She's just like. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah, there he is. There yeah. he is. Nice and just chilling. And then, like, when the light, so we, we stayed out there until, until night. We go see some other stuff and come back. And then they light it. They light it all up. And she's just sitting out there and just watching. I'm watching. And I'm just like, for me, it's like, all right, yeah, I've been here a thousand times. I drive past it. So I'm like, to me, it's like it's regular. Yeah. But she's just looking at it like, and then she says, she says, all my girlfriends are going to hate me for this. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's cool. Like, we good. But that right there, it just made it, 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 made it all full circle for me. Like, because it's me, but it's also my family. And everybody understands it's just like, oh, all right. Like, yo, okay. This is something that's been here since, like, I don't know. Like, a long time. A long time. BC. Yeah. <laughs> a long time. And. Like that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. To 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 be able to do what I do for uh, for a living, what I love, and then also have my my family be a part of it and experience it with me. Hell yeah, um, Shannon. I want to ask you about what I think probably started as a passion project, but has been a little side business for you mm-hmm. and has morphed into other things. Uh, the reason I'm wearing this hat today. Oh, yeah. uh, tell it's me about a, love basketball. Tell me about love basketball. I got the limited edition one. Limited edition, yeah. That's that was actually, when I first met Shannon. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's actually probably one of my best-selling products. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, I started love basketball. Um, actually, um, my logo actually I've actually had it probably two or three years before I actually put anything out. Okay. Um, one of the first people who I showed my logo was actually Sharif Hanford and he was like yo that joint is crazy whatever you gonna do with it I hope you do it and I hope you do it fast because that is crazy yeah. exactly what he told me but um you know I, I started it because um you know I was working out super hard right and I was trying to go overseas and all this other stuff like that and I started recording myself working out so people were just like Oh, you working out? Well, can you train um, my son, or can you train my nephew, or stuff like that? So it really started off, and it, before it was called Love Basketball, it was just SG Hoops, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you know everybody just calls me SG most of the time. Yeah. So it started off with just SG Hoops. Um, I kind of so. wish you wore the SG chain. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I actually snapped it. I snapped my chain. So I gotta take it back to the jeweler. Oh, man. I got I got some lifetime warranty to you know lifetime warranty. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah so I um so I started off with SG hoops. I was working out heavy, um, and then people started yo can you train my son? Can you work my? And it, it started off me actually I didn't know how to price train and workouts nothing like that. You know I was just like well I'm working out trying to get better too, but your kid can work out with me, hmm. and people were paying me for people to work out with me. And I was just like, 
Wait a second. Damn, hold on. <laughs> like, yeah. for real? Yeah. Like, you want to give me a little $20, $30 to, for your kid to just come work out with me? Just do everything like, I do? I'm already doing I'm it. I'm already just- doing it. Like, I might as well. Okay, cool. So, that was actually funding little phone bills, little bills I had in the crib or, or whatever. I think this time, this was like right after college, so I definitely was still living at my mom's house. So, uh, um, so I... I turned it into something which started growing and people started asking me to come to camps and talk to kids and and just start training then I just started from there I just started training kids you know I still was working out trying to go overseas and, and all this other stuff like that and then from there I just like you know I'm gonna train kids I'm gonna make this a real business and everything got my own little LLC and all that and I was super hype about doing that um you know I got a legitimate business I'm making a couple of dollars and this and stuff like that I'm still trying to play basketball at the time and then you know I wanted to you know evolve from that um so I was trying to come up with a name you know and everything that I do and I always said this to myself like you know everything I do make sure I love doing it first you know I love basketball uh, my other business right now is called love landscaping you know what I mean? Everything that I do, I always put my heart and my passion into it. So I make sure everything I do, if it's meant for me to do it, I make sure I love that shit first. So I was like, well, well, what can I transition SG Hoops into, you know, to make it worldwide or countrywide or, you know what I mean? So I came up with Love Basketball. I wanted to come up with a different name that didn't have anything to do with my own name. Um, so I came up with Love Basketball. I came up with the logo. And um, and then, you know, I started be doing apparel, you know, camps, clinics. Um, and, you know, uh, actually what I mean, I, most people do know I mean, a lot of people don't really know, but I mentor a lot of kids. You know what I mean? I, I mentor. I help kids get to college. You know what I mean? I do everything up under the sun for anybody's kids that's involved with me. Um, even if I, I like it's kids that I've met f- for two hours that I've probably gave money to Ubers from $50 Ubers to get home and all types of stuff like that. There's not nothing that I'm looking for compensation for or anything like that. I'm not looking for a trophy to help people. I, I love helping people. You know what I mean? If I can do it, like it's plenty of times where I've walked out of gyms shirtless, shoeless. I see a kid that needs some sneakers. If I got it, you wear my size, or my friend has it. Like, it's plenty of times I say, hey, Sam, yo, I, I got this kid. He he needs some sneaks. I'll go steal some sneaks from him. He's a million miles away in another country. Or yeah. I'll say, Reef, yo. You hear this? You hear this? This is why <laughs> some of my sneakers come up I, missing. I say, yo, Reef. Yo, it's a good cause, though. But <laughs> yo, Reef, he don't wear my size. Or if, if I can't get in contact with somebody, I'll go buy him some sneaks. And you know what I mean? It's just something that I love doing. It's one of my passions. You know what I mean? And I was able to, you know, make a couple of dollars, support my family off of it. You know what I mean? You know, coming up with a logo, slapping it on clothes, sweatsuits, shorts, T-shirts. Um, and, you know, my motto for my brand is love, motivate, inspire, you know, love what you do, motivate others to be better, inspire the world. So that's what I try to bring to everywhere. So, are we going to see some apparel at the the Rump that's coming up? Uh, uh, I'm doing some rebranding right now. You know, it's been a little slow, but 
we might have a new T-shirt or two out for the rough. Keep an eye out for him. Keep an eye out for there it. There we go. Love, motivate, inspire. Mm-hmm. The sure. wee whacker on the back. <laughs> the wee whacker. <laughs> um, Sammy, good segue to the rump. Uh, we've been asking it to end each pod, uh, each guest, to share their favorite Danny Rumpf classic memory. Uh, obviously, 18 years of a lot of unbelievable moments and experiences, and they say everyone has their favorites. Everyone's got their favorite story. For you guys, what are yours? Um... One would be for me was a couple years ago, a few years ago. Um, we're playing. It's the same year that we, we played against John Wall and them. Mm-hmm. Um, we beat everybody all the way up into it. We're playing Blue Magic in the championship. And for some odd reason, his hamstring goes on us that day. Had a bad hamstring the whole entire summer, by the right. way. Started so, at TBT. So his hamstring goes... And he looks at me. He says, yo, I can't do it. And I'm like, Lee, boy. Because we were down 20. So we was down 20, and we had fought all the way back. And then we're down like two or three. And then he just says, yo, I can't. I can't get it going. Like my- I tried, though. I tried to play the beginning of the second half. Yeah, I tried. So he's like, yo, so we get it all the way back. So we come down. And then we needed, basically, we needed five points to win the game. So he, so me and Maurice Watson are like, all right, so it's on us, right? You know, so we gotta do something to get this thing going. And me and him run the pick and roll. I pop to the three. He throws it, but he's running to go get it back like we about to do a handoff and I shoot it. So I'm like, oh, I'm in rhythm, I'm shooting this. So I shoot it, I cash out on it, bang. Cause if you ever look on the story, uh, Guy is saying, Oh, Sammy don't need his brother right now. His brother hurt. Sammy got it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, cool. And then the next time down, we get a stop. We come down. They like, all right. Mo try to come get the ball again. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. This is it right here. And I hit him with a little hezzy, and I go into the joint, and I hit the floater. And I look at him like, yeah, I told you. I got it. We good. And then we end up, they come down. They miss a shot. We get the rebound, and we win the game. And we end up winning the rumps that, that year down 20 and they were supposed to beat us wow yeah so <sighs> i think we talked about not throwing no shade right you can, you can throw you <laughs> can throw be a whole lot of shade, shade trees around <laughs> here right <laughs> now you're comfortable um so um hmm i'm gonna be a little arrogant a little cocky right now okay oh, wow. cool okay this is the danny so, rough classic podcast, danny, danny Ruff classic podcast. <laughs> yeah so um I'm going to talk about me winning pretty much every MVP that year of every game um, that we played. Uh, I think all of them set for one. Um, and no shade to any of the players. This is not shade to the players. This is shade to the administration. <laughs> um, so uh, Mike Morak, Justin Scott, Sharif Bray, Sharif Hanford. Um, I didn't get an MVP trophy yet. Um, so... You didn't get the trophy? I didn't get the MVP of the tournament that year when we won the championship. But my man Wop got it. It's cool. Yeah. I'm happy for my guy. You know, like I said, no shade to any of the players. Love my guy Wop. Okay. So fast forward to the next year. This was after the year when we beat John Wall and them and everybody. You know what I mean? I was cooking the whole entire tournament. Was that 26, 17? 
19. 19. Oh, was 19? We would do 18, 19, or do we do 19, 20? What we do? There wasn't one in 20. It wasn't one in 20. So, so it had 18. to be 2018 and 2019. Yeah, 19, yeah. So that was 2018. Yeah, I was I was cooking. It was yeah. bad. It was bad. I did the rough dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so the following year, which we won that year too, uh, you know, we went back to back. You feel me? Um, <laughs> so I think I played four games. I wasn't there the whole time, but we played four games. We was in the TBT. Okay. And we, we came right off. We came right off the plane from the TBT straight to the room. Yeah, you and Wap did that because I wasn't doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Me and Wap did that. Having a good old time. But so uh, <laughs> I think um, we and and you can look it up. I won three MVPs out of those four games. Championship game, leading scorer. Somebody came up to me <laughs> and started the interview. How does it feel being the Rump MVP? Wow. I had a whole interview. <laughs> like I said, no shade to any of the players because all the players are great. Of course. They said John Casababu. And I really don't know how to say his last name. I think that's right, though. Okay. That's my man. Good player and everything. But my heart dropped. I was salty. Yeah. That was, yo, the biggest smack in the face ever. I just did a whole interview. Yeah. Matter of fact, I did two of them. And <laughs> talking about how happy Talking about how happy it was to be the MVP. So I'm yeah. thinking like, oh, they already told him or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did a whole interview. Yeah. Cheesing, smiling and all that. Yeah. Then I looked up. I was, oh, what was, what, what, hey, yo, again? <laughs> Y'all snuffed me twice. Fleeced. Absolutely fleeced. I'm like, damn, Mike, you're supposed to be my man. Reef, we talk every day. <laughs> like, come on, bro. What, what are we doing here? I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. Well, you know, I went first team both, both, you know, first team both years, you know, mm -hmm. and the year after that, I think, I'm pretty sure, but. I feel like I got slighted, and 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 Mike Morag, Sharif Bray, Sharif Hanford, yeah, we gonna we gonna have another talk about that because I think this year is gonna be another MVP uh, season. I'll say we don't have too many more Shannon Given summers left. So. Oh yeah, yeah, it's over. This 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 is my last run. I so, might play in my boots. To everyone, <laughs> so to everyone listening, expect an MVP performance. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Respect something crazy, yeah. not respect. Expect. expect expect my fault expect something crazy i've been working all day in the sun my head all messed up you know what i mean expect greatness that's all i'm gonna say well i'm here this year though the mother is i wasn't there no you you was there no 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 i wasn't there you wasn't there. you wasn't this you wasn't there the second chip i wasn't no i was there for both chips i played only three games in every every joint remember because i i never you didn't play in the, the second championship you didn't play in the championship game did you no i did you did i did i was there for the championship i just don't play i they never can give me the MVP because I never came. I never played the whole tournament. The only time I played the whole tournament was my birthday weekend, and you know how that ended. Because <laughs> it was my yeah, birthday. It was over. It was, it was a bad joint. Yeah, it was a bad so. joint. But you gotta remember, you gotta you gotta account for me. This account, just watch. It's gonna be a good time. Man. The rump gonna be good. Sammy Givens, Shannon Givens, the Danny Rump Classic Podcast. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you coming out. Oh no, thank no you. Man. Thank you for having us.